Han, you can hear my, uh, you can hear me? Yes, I'm going to hear you. Okay. Good evening, everybody. Uh, good to see you all for this evening session on exposition of Genesis 1 to 1 to 2 to 3. Basically, it's about the uh, creation story. Uh, even before we start, let's look to the Lord in prayer. Glorious Father, God who created the heavens and the earth, God who existed from eternity past, we bow before you, we stand in awe of you. Thank you, Lord, for revealing yourself to us. Thank you for the word that's with us. Oh God, as we study, I pray the Spirit of God, you will enlighten us. You will minister to us. Give us the humility to study the word with reverence. And also, Lord, as we study, I pray, Lord, it will become part of our being. Pray, Lord, we will experience the power of the word within us. Spirit of God, I pray you take complete control of this session and teach us. We are your students. We are your disciples. Lord Jesus, you teach us. Give us a learning mind and a listening ear and a willing spirit. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Now, <clears throat> Why should we study this exposition of uh, Genesis 1 to 1, uh, 2 to 3? Uh, what exactly is this? Uh, this is basically, uh, in other words, uh, we don't have to get uh, uh, confused with the word exposition. Basically, it's how to read the creation narrative for all its beauty and worth. How can we read Genesis 1 and enjoy this God of glory, God of majesty? Uh, that's that's a basic purpose today. And what happens, what I have seen is uh, when our children ask us scientific questions, you know, maybe we never asked our parents you know, they, they, they are all exposed to evolution theory, Big Bang theory. They are talking about young earth, old earth. And when they ask us questions from us, you know, what does the Bible say? Uh, most of us, we struggle to answer them or to explain to them convincingly. Uh, sometimes the parents, they say, the Bible says. And when children insist, since we, we struggle to understand this passage rightly, we say, we never asked our parents these questions. Why are you asking these questions? We just believe in this. Uh, sometimes parents are very authoritative. Uh, then they say that, you know, because we are your parents, you better listen to what we say, not what your teachers are saying or what your textbook is saying. And I've also heard parents say that, 
you know, just believe what the Bible says, not what the science says. So there is a conflict between, you know, what our children ask and how we uh, answer them. So what we need to ask is, uh, the purpose of this evening session is, what does the Bible say? First, let's look at the Bible. Let's look at this creation story and see what does the Bible say before even we try to uh, answer. That, that's the purpose of this uh, entire session. Uh, before we go into this, now I just want to introduce all of you to a book called uh, How to Read a Book. You know, this book was originally published in 1940. Uh, it's not the latest book, but even today it is considered as the classic guide to intelligent reading. Uh, if you have read this book, uh, I don't know, if you have not read this book, I, I strongly recommend that you read, encourage your children to read. Uh, the book basically uh, teaches us that there are different levels of reading. Uh, I'm sure our Indian education system doesn't teach us like that. Uh, and at least this book is concentrating, focusing on four different levels of reading. Uh, one is the elementary reading. The second one is inspectional reading. The third one is analytical, and the fourth one is syntopical uh, reading. Uh, each one more advanced than the other. When you proceed from elementary to inspectional reading, that level, if you go, uh, you're reading it better, and then you go to analytical, and then you go to syntopical. Uh, that, this book teaches us different uh, levels of reading. In other words, this book says that our level of understanding uh, is dependent on the type of reading. Uh, we can read the same book if our level of reading is just an elementary reading, uh, our understanding will be less. And if it is a syntopical reading, our understanding will be uh, much more than the elementary reading. Uh, to read intelligently means that there are different techniques for reading different genres, they say, or literature. For example, uh, how do you read practical books? How do you read imaginative literature, fiction, plays, poetry, history, and science, mathematics, Philosophy. You have to have different way uh, you read uh, different books. Uh, I know most of us, many of us are science students. Uh, even, for example, even the way we read arithmetic is different from the way we read algebra. Uh, in arithmetic, two into three, you will say six. But when it come, comes to algebra, A into B, you will not say C. You will say A into B is equal to AB. Uh, you remember, so there are different ways of reading. You know, when you are telling a story to your children, 
you will say you know the be careful how whether we we should read it literally all the time uh so it is to what extent we teach them uh, it's not about our children i think it's uh, we parents if we read the book of psalms and if we if we read it understand it pray about it i think our children will uh, pick it up from us uh because psalms is a beautiful book poem uh it's a prayer book and the more we are exposed to that poetic language in our uh, life i think uh children will learn they will learn from us it's not about you know at this age we should tell this at this age we should do that at that level that's all the understanding they have the literal understanding but they should not remain there uh, that should be our focus got it thank you pastor yeah by i was just uh, now do your children ask you questions or uh, they don't ask uh, if they are asking what kind of questions do they ask they ask a lot of questions pastor <laughs> no with yeah they ask a lot of questions with regard to creation and all that's especially yeah. you still have a little uh, little god uh yeah. <laughs> she's not little anymore <laughs> yeah, or not little anymore okay yeah because it, because your your culture is quite advanced so they last more questions what children here will ask <laughs> a lot of questions on creation on heaven hell you know is there how do you explain a real heaven real hell uh, you know many questions uh, you know are, uh, are angels real how do devil i mean so a lot of things into uh, the creation and also the last days and heaven and hell there are a lot of questions that comes up pastor okay i think we'll one of these days we'll do heaven and hell that'll be helpful pastor yeah pastor there's a lot of questions like on sin uh, you know uh, at early age like and they were asking like why sin Uh, why didn't god stop so those kind not necessarily creation that's what i uh, you know that was the question they would oh, ask okay. about sin yeah yeah we are not come to part genesis 3 that's why we have made it part 1 only yes only yes yeah, sin has not yet come into the world yeah so we didn't touch on that uh, we are just focusing on creation and the account of creation and signs and theology and those things mm-hmm. yeah this chapter 3 is again it's it's a very beautiful chapter so rich so rich we'll see whether we can do that one of these days did the uh, creation uh, complete in one week you know these are some of the questions they ask and also mention of day and night so was it 24 hours so i think you've come you've covered but yeah the, this is something that was going on even in my mind how was it and about the heavens and the earth and so is the heavens above or where is it 
because many times when we pray we look up like as if heaven is up so where is heaven god in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth so where is the heavens and where is the earth and even in paul's letter we read first heaven or paradise and things like that so what are the different categories um are there different places uh, so those are some of the questions that are not very clear pastor yeah the, the, but the, that's not we are addressing today uh because the israelites they looked up they always thought god you know god is a higher being looking above is he's a higher being uh, it's a way of looking up when you talk about uh, first heaven second heaven third heaven uh, we have to come to the new testament uh so it's be, the creation narrative if we bring those stories into this then we'll go wrong so we'll just confine ourselves to uh, the majesty and mystery and the orderliness in creation because if we try to answer those from this i think um, i'll go wrong i'll be telling you something which is not there in the text thank you pastor pastor we also i mean uh, i mean last last month we also had another question Uh, i know it it may not be directly covered within uh, genesis right but the question that she had was like so when we were talking about the creation account and sin uh, when we spoke about uh, adam and eve and, and and the sin so her question was more around uh, you know why did if god knew about lucifer that he was going to lead you know man into temptation and god created man in his, his own image why did god create lucifer or uh, you know knowing that uh, you know that uh, lucifer is going to if not if not for lucifer then the, we could have lived in paradise forever so that was the question that she had we'll we'll live with those questions for the time being <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll live there are, you know some other questions we'll live uh, you know we'll not get any answer yet but these questions we can definitely uh, answer when we come to genesis chapter 3 but for the time being we'll live with these questions okay pastor anyone else have you learned something new or did you have this problem of you know when people ask you know science then what should we do how to handle did you okay if you don't have questions then i'll ask pastor prem to say the closing prayer and we'll close the session thank you pastor much uh, all of us are blessed father we thank you for this day we thank you lord for helping pastor to take time yes, lord yes. to go through to study to prepare yes, to teach us lord such an important uh, lord uh, topic yes, subject truth to all of us father we know that your word is true there's no lord lies nothing lord master which is contrary to what you said it's true father of our human brains of a human understanding is so limited we are trying to understand a god who created the whole universe we pray that you would help all of us to realize that we are our brains are limited but at in your mercy you reveal yourself and lord and whatever you reveal yourself to us about you help us 
Lord, to respond to that revelation. And as we come closer to you, Father, we know that one day we will see you face to face as you are. So we will be, the Bible says. And we thank you for preparing us for that great, Lord, encounter with you, final encounter with you, final meeting with you through all these, uh, Lord, uh, sessions of teaching. Lord, continue to help us and give us your wisdom. Lord, understanding to speak to our little children when they ask questions. We will not brush it aside. We will not try to give answers, Lord Master, that is not there. But help us to be very frank, Lord, and teach them and tell them what we know and what the Bible says. It's, a, it's about the majesty of God and there's a mystery. Into your hands we commit ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you all for attending this session. And I want to especially thank Anne for helping me in preparing the slides. She took lots of time. And I'm so grateful to Anne for doing this. Thank you all. God bless you all. Thank you, Pastor. 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 Thank you. God bless you.